Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, Roman Reigns hates missionary position. We talk about all of his complaints and the rest of what's going down on the Blue Brand or the A-Show on SmackDown. Plus, Natty Nightheart or Natty might have injured herself and made it gotten her out of a pretty horrific storyline. Uh, Lily is the new, new evolution in Evolution. And NXT is provoking people to take over 36. And oh yeah, there's something going on with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and AEW. We'll talk about all of that in Kane's final episode in their original shack this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, exclusively on WrestleMania Radio, starting right now. gentlemen welcome to the 200 i believe 50th episode of kings of the rings podcast i'm your host king ricky rose along with willie t and the cameraman i actually really wanted to start out be like welcome to madman podcast where we talk about all things wrestling welcome but to madman podcast where we talk all things wrestling i enjoy every day by the chocolate messiah rich trambolian whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna do but it's gonna be a very menace like episode we're just gonna really uh shoot the shit and talk about a lot of rumors going on in wrestling one thing that's not a rumor is that we still haven't figured out what the hell's going on with our live stream we're going to get back to that as soon as possible because we're kind of in a bit of a transition period a lot of us are moving uh Kay's moving i'm going to be moving very soon will cut his hair which is kind of crazy it's going on and i mean it's kind of the same thing that's what's going on uh, in wrestling, there's a lot of transition going on but it's going to be setting up for things that are going to be pretty big because i predict we're going to have a pretty big fall in wrestling. No matter what you watch, it's going to be pretty huge, and there's a lot of setup going on uh, right now. But before we get to any of that, Will, you, you, you cut your hair. I did. It was my first my first haircut probably since from getting back from Survivor Series from Chicago like two years ago. You're uh, shitting me. I probably, shit. I probably got the haircut around that time, either before we left or after we left, after we got back. I probably got the haircut around then. And then Monday... I had the day off of work, and I was just like, you know what? I I, hate, I wasn't going to go on Sunday. I was too lazy. Uh, so I went Monday. I, I walked a mile and a half to get a haircut, got some food, walked a mile and a half back. It was a grand old time. Um, I feel like who? I feel like Undertaker when he takes off the hood and he has the mohawk and Triple H. Everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like that. Like, my head is so empty, but it's very nice. It's very pretty, and, like, I still have great hair. So that's just how it is. Kay Murphy, how sad are you to leave, or how happy are you to leave your domicile, your, um, your, your Tower Shock Tower, if you will? Um, we never named your place, Kay, either. We did never name my place. Um... It's, it's so weird, like, today, like, I took down, like, all of my photos and, like, my art and, like... Alright, so real like quick, how much did you cry? Oh my god, you know, I've been crying so much. <laughs> you know it. I you believe know it. it. <laughs> not, a, not a doubt no. in my mind there was a tear in your eye. <laughs> Do you know what happened today? What? Today we got my I got my favorite Chinese food from like you know, there's this place called Home I've been going to since high school. It's my favorite place. It was my last you got my last home. Getting your last supper. <laughs> um, tomorrow I'm going to McNulty's for the last time. How's McNulty's? This fucking dope ass ice cream stop in Miller Place. 
Oh, you're gonna do tear up. I you know, honestly, you K, 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 I, I can I can fully understand because before I moved out of Hempstead, I got checkers one last time. I strictly remember getting oh. checkers that one last <laughs> time. Proud of. <laughs> I love checkers though. Anytime I go but back like... to Hempstead, I make sure I get checkers. I love checkers. And honestly, this one in Jersey City is just kind of you know far away. Funny? Actually, I always go when I'm in Hempstead. I go to that checkers too. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great checkers. Great fries. Great fries. Great deal. And like the little like the Minute Maid Frosties, whatever the hell they are, delicious. Yeah. It's just I'm so excited to be moving, but like I need to be moved in already. I'm very stressed out. Yeah, that's. I was to say I would help you, but I'm probably not gonna help you. I know. <laughs> just putting that out. There. Just letting you know. I know. So, like, are you moving everything by yourself, or, like, what are you doing? Who's helping you? Okay. Besides AJ, who's helping you? Yeah, AJ. So, I'm moving him over the span of Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So, because um, the girl whose room I'm taking, she can't get her, like, big stuff out until the 1st, but she mm-hmm. can get everything else out on the 31st. So, I'm moving, like, my boxes and, like, small things, like, my desk folds up. Um, I have little furniture I could bring in that day. And uh-huh. then, so, like, me... Um, my friend Rich, Caitlin, AJ, my friend James, and my friend Bridget were all bringing like my stuff. And then the first is U-Haul Day with <laughs> Jay and James and Bridget. And I'm nervous. It's just, you know, all of your personal belongings. I'm so nervous. Like, I haven't had to move this far since I moved from Levittown to Miller Place. And that Which was is kind of crazy because I'm, like, I'm like, you're only going to Queens. I know, like Queens is not far. Like, but considering like I moved out from Nassau to Suffolk, so now I'm just like. They go like, to the upper part of the island. The K and all the movers are just gonna be just like. Yeah. No, My apartment is a is it's a two floor walk up, and I'm on the second floor. Wow. Oh. Mine's a fifth floor walk up. Get on my level, literally. <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna probably, I'm gonna move into a basement. <laughs> I'm gonna walk down. Hopefully. I don't mind the Who's fifth now? floor walk up. Everyone's just like, oh, oh, it's such a it's such a bad walk. I'm like, it's not really that bad. I get used to what I consider a theft protection. <laughs> right? Because there's no elevator, right? Like you I can I, hear everybody coming. Right? Not even that, but it's just like all right, if I'm if I'm like in Hoboken, I'm like going downtown for the day, going by the waterfront, I'm going to a bar, I don't need to lock my door because who's gonna walk up five flights of stairs to steal my TV to get it off my wall to walk down five flights of stairs, come back up five flights of stairs to steal my computer? It's just not gonna happen. It's theft protection. It's great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Okay, what is going on? You know, you know, if you just turn around, you can watch whatever breaking news you're watching at the moment. I can watch Dynamite on your TV. Exactly. And what? Stop holding the IWGP US title upside down. My goodness. Um, well, I'm finding the source, but in my other wrestling group chat, Darby oh. Allen said, bring them all on, even if they're the best in the world. Oh, God damn it, Kate. My goodness. I mean, okay. You know how many thing. people, you, you know many people use the best in the world? And here's our first segment. Chris, not Chris, sorry, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan rumors, because obviously this has been on Kay's mind ever since the last episode, and hasn't and hasn't done the wrestling world any favors whatsoever. 
um, with rumors coming out that they've already signed, and one person's going to be at the Chicago show, and another person's going to be at the New York show, and this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 yada, yada. Can so I just... Can we try to make sense of this? Uh, okay, I can do this. I can make sense of this. And Cameron, I know you, I want, I know you want to go off, so please just give me 30 seconds. Okay. AEW is being incredibly smart because... In my mind, this is official. It's happening. But Tony Khan, all the wrestlers, AEW are just fucking milking it. They're milking it as far as they can go. This for the publicity, people talking about it, keep the buzz going. But yeah, this is essentially a done deal. They're just not announcing it yet because they just want to milk it for all it's worth. And honestly, power to them. Kay Murphy, what do you think? Um, I agree with you 100%. And it's really fucking stressful for me. Because I need, as it stands, and like we'll talk off air, I'm planning a party for All Out. So we will celebrate the return of the I, I cannot wait for Hornswoggle to come out. Yeah, I, for, I forget who sings Cult of Personality, but they did follow Living Color. Color. Living Color. They did they follow they AEW. They followed AEW on Twitter. I love how that's Why a new story. Jermaine mentioning me on group chat. <laughs> Hi, Jermaine. That's a fucking. That's my birthday. What? 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 Jermaine said August 20th. Looks like your dreams are about to come true. That's my birthday. What? What is going on? Kate, put the phone down. Kate, we have a podcast to do. Put put the phone down. Yeah, August August 20th (laughs) is a Friday. So whatever that's going to happen, it's going to happen on SmackDown. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, it's not going to happen on the SmackDown. second week of Ram- AEW Rampage premieres on yeah. the 13th. Oh, okay. So it's going to be ra- it's gonna be a second again, week of Rampage. I will be in a yurt upstate. A yurt? You mean a, a yurt? You guys don't have Alaska? Like what? <laughs> no, the wedding I'm in, we're at this farmhouse upstate. It's like glamping. Ooh. Uh-huh. Sounds, uh-huh. sounds stinky. Yeah. So... Well, there's, no, there's, like, showers and stuff. Well, it's still, yeah, it's well, horses obviously. and shit. But, like, yeah. so I'm going to be, and, like, I'm bringing my computer because, like, I need we're, I need it for music. But, like, I'm also going to be trying to watch SummerSlam at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. So you're going to be, so you're going to be in a farmhouse trying to look for Wi-Fi. Yes. <laughs> this stick, this stick and Ethernet cable up a cow's ass, I hear it works. <laughs> <laughs> they have four stomachs for a reason. They have, they have 6G. <laughs> they have, they have, they have, they have one G for every stomach. <laughs> that sounds about right and and here's my thing and to, and to counter your thing and maybe it's just appears to me um which is funny and i mean i can go down a lot of rabbit holes with this when i think about it it's for me if i have a big surprise granted there are caveats to, to always quote-unquote big surprises i like to keep that secret as much as possible like like Cena showing up at Money in the Bank was like was like very tight lipped. Yeah, and it got a very positive reaction. I mean, there everyone, was pros, everyone, pros ex- everyone expected it for Friday, and the rumors were it was going to come back Friday. So WWE could have even just leaked it. So instead, they surprised him with a Sunday. Yes, came yeah. AEW Rampage is going to be in Chicago on my birthday. Yeah, but you're not even going to be there on your birthday. I know. I'm I will be at the rehearsal. Wait, no, no, actually, because AEW Rampage comes on at 10 o'clock, and from 10 o'clock on is chill time, because there's no time for the rehearsal dinner. 
it's chilled. You have itineraries? Yes. There's an itinerary for the whole weekend. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's nap that... time. There's, there's second breakfast. There's tea time, 11s. Yes, we have all that scheduled. They're not hobbits. Like, the, yeah, a little bit, though. Like, the bride has requested. We have dino nuggets and sweet baby rays on hand for her the whole weekend. Dude, if I, if I become mega rich. I'm down rich, for dino nuggets, sweet baby rays, a little bit much, but I get it. If I become so mega what? rich, it, fuck it. I'm calling New Zealand and having my wedding in the Shire. Um, I it's going to be a hot wedding. How much wedding. How much does that cost? I don't care, but if I'm mega rich, I'll fly out all my guests, family too, <laughs> and your plus one. If CM Punk <laughs> comes back on my 30th birthday, I'm going to die of joy. Or Honestly, you might just be already dead. I don't care if CM Punk comes back. To, to bring it all back, I just, I don't care. CM Punk is not a draw for me anymore. Daniel Bryan yeah. going to AEW, I don't really care about that either, to be honest. Like, him, the magic for, of Daniel Bryan... Um, has, has worn off, you know, like when he first came back from his neck injury and like he was came out of retirement, it was great. He had a great run. The heel, the heel run was surprising and worked. He got Kofi over like there's nothing left. I want to see Daniel Bryan do like other than wrestle Darby Allen, like a death match. Right. But like there's plenty of interesting matchups I could see him having in AEW and CM Punk. But it's something that's gonna be like, you know what? I need to fly out to Chicago and see this shit now. Right? Like Yeah. WWE, I'll go anywhere for the big four because I know it's gonna be worth it. AEW, it's just like, yeah, like, I'm happy to go in Queens if it goes like I think they're going to Prudential Center too. Um, you know, if I had something to go yeah. with, I'd probably go there as well. But uh, as we lost, as we lose K Murphy, but like I, 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 K, yeah. I, I don't have a big desire or really care that much to see Daniel Bryan or CM Punk in the AEW to feud with Cody Rhodes. I, I just don't need to see it. That's, yeah, it's it's the, it's the Cody Rhodes. It's it's getting Cody over by any chance he gets. Yeah. And, and I, I I kind of feel the same way. Like I get it. The, the I mean, D Bry. I've seen D Bry. That was an accomplishment to see him at WrestleMania when he, during his comeback, which was fantastic. Um. And I agree, the, the magic is over, and the CM Punk magic has been far, far gone. It's like, it's 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 not there for me anymore. And you know what, because it's like, maybe it's because we follow the product, and we've been doing it religiously. Like, but I, I was just talking to a bartender last night. I was I was uh, doing my cornhole tournament, and he, like, he rocks an NWO snapback, and I was like, oh, you're a wrestling fan. And he's like, oh, I haven't followed WWE years, but I watch AEW, you know? And it's geared towards those people who are like, who used to be really avid fans and then fell off. But now we have, but like now you're bringing back all these, all these, all these fans that fell off. And they're just like, the only people they remember are like the Daniel Bryans and the CM Punks and stuff. Well, I will, I will and say AEW is really smart for just pandering to the marks. Like, yeah, no, it, they, it's definitely a pattern to mark. They mark. do know their core audience, and they pander to them very, very, very heavy. Now, that yes, can be do. a good thing or a bad thing. You know, we, we know, we know WWE doesn't really pander to them at all. They pander to money. The only thing WWE yeah, panders for, to, panders to, <laughs> is money. Money. And their shareholders and what's good for business, which is why WWE is arguably the better product, but as a fan, you can make the argument AEW is the better product because they are going to give you what What's the diehards want to see. And does that draw in casual viewers? I guess we'll see. You know, AEW. Can I just say, though? So, obviously, 
I am driving the CM Punk train. I'm driving it. And You've been driving the CM Punk train for four years. Yeah, since NAM. <laughs> since LBJ <laughs> was in office. <laughs> Which really is just John um, Laurinaitis, all right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I've been driving this train forever. I'm excited to finally be right. But the literally the day... The Vince article. I'm crying, laughing. I'm the day the article came out about um, CM Punk signing, I bought Dynamite tickets within 10 minutes, and I panic texted Will, yes, and Will wasn't answering. I picked a bad time to take a nap. I apologize. Yeah, seriously. I was freaking. You should have had me I, pick the tickets for you because I heard your section that you guys got in. I would have found you guys something better. And it was not great, but the tickets were twenty five dollars. That is uh, that is true. I did, Rick. I did tell you they were true. super cheap. Cannot well, argue. Well, do you see what? Do you see the viewing section? Yes, I know. I cannot argue with the price. Very excited to be going. Um, you twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars, man. You can't argue yeah, that. I get, I get, I know, I know. And like, you know what? I, I was looking at the tickets today because, and this is another thing I wanted to go off about is because this show is now in jeopardy because of COVID. So I was oh, trying to. You talking about that new faction sweep of the nation called the Delta variant? Yup. So all out and <laughs> those motherfuckers are undefeated. Grand Slam are both in jeopardy. Don't and even Summer get Slam, me. I don't heard, even, has a mask mandate now. Don't even get me started on on COVID, please. I I I'm just so done with it. Like I'm vaccinated. I don't give a fuck about any COVID news. Like don't 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 be fear mongering me. This Delta variant got shit on me. No, if you I'm don't not get, trying to fear monger. I, I know, I know. I'm, like, I'm just saying in society and the news news in general. Uh, these shows are in danger, and like I will be. They shouldn't be though. Damned they shouldn't be. They absolutely should not be. They they shouldn't be. Like you know, um, Biden said this afternoon that like federal employees are mandated to get vaccines if they don't want them or if they can't get them medically they have to be they have to be under force uh, strict testing regiments. That's totally Bill fine. Bill was paying New Yorkers a hundred dollars to get vaccinated. Fine. Damn it, now, dance. Yeah, right, Rick, Ricky. You should have held out, man. That's a, hey, that's your fault. Yeah, right. That's your fault. <laughs> Thank you. But like, no. If no more lockdowns, if they bring back lockdowns, if they start canceling shows, we've gone too far. All right, like, keep this shit open. It depends. You need more people. I mean. I'm so nervous. You, need, you still need more people fully like, vaccinated. You can first. get so, you can get herd immunity by getting the vaccine by getting the disease as well. Like it's it's fine. It's totally fine. Not if it's not if it keeps on mutating. That's the problem. You got to stop the mutations. And you already have Delta. The next one is Epsilon. I think I think they already have a Gamma too. Gamma is out there somewhere. Oh my god! All right, all right. If that one turns you green. I want that one. Screw it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get superpowers from that one. I might be all for it, okay? But I don't, I don't, I, I don't see these shows getting canceled. <laughs> At least of all WWE shows, Vince is gonna be like, you know no. what? No, AEW maybe because I think AEW can can likes to pander to that whole. Um, I don't want. I guess PC crowd more than WWE PC. Does. I think it's being more. I guess health conscious or being where I think it's because they have to because of all the follies they had before like you know the almost near concussions and deaths that they've had yeah. uh, in the past doing doing some of their performances like the Matt Hardy situation and who else had a really shitty fall that's, in that's more you know I mean you know the, there was rumors of speculation around Brody Lee what actually happened with Brody Lee 
Um, yeah, and then there's also that guy that like charged. Um, what was it? The guy that charged John Moxley's entrance at one time, and the guy a few weeks ago who charged MJF with Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need some security issues with that. But, but what I found what I found interesting about the AEW tickets, ringside tickets are a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm not surprised that's amazing. That. I've I've. I've seen so many different prices. So more money. I've seen some of them going for nine hundred dollars on well, secondary market. Yeah, like I'll tell you, all the, all the tickets right now are secondary market. They sold oh, out. Oh no, right? I I got hours before they sold out. Okay, I know they added more. It's gonna be like there's gonna be like seventeen thousand people in that building. Yeah, yes. that'd be a very it'd be a very decent crowd. We're gonna have so much fun. I'm very excited. I wonder how the food is. Yeah. At our, I don't, I don't know. I've never been to a tennis event. Probably very <laughs> mediocre. I'm gonna, have a, I'm gonna love, yeah. a, I'm gonna love chicken fingers and bad fries. <laughs> I am. Um, it's probably not the same, but like Forest Hills, Tennessee. I've been to a couple concerts at, and like the food was fine. Like, I, I, I have a thing for stadium food. I'm not gonna lie. I just like arena food. Honestly, I have a thing. Me for too. Food. And some stadium of the, some so of the best food is Nassau Coliseum in City Field. I'm just gonna say that straight uh, up. On God, I don't know. I don't Nassau know. What Coliseum about the Little Bells and um at Yankee Stadium? That's that is true. It's the same. It's the same price as a beer too, which is kind of disheartening. Every time I go to Raw, I eat like a fucking king. Or I will say this: the last time I was at Yankee Stadium, which was earlier on this month in July, uh, their popcorn, amazing. I can't eat popcorn. I know it sucks, but I it is flipping amazing. It's like ten bucks for a giant bucket. I know. Although I'm also gonna buy an orange Cassidy shirt. This is him going like this with his thumb up or whatever. Like the, the yeah. shirt where he's wearing himself on a shirt. I need to buy some kind of orange <laughs> Cassidy shirt just to confuse my friends. I love you that. Should, for you. Dress like Orange Cassidy just one day. Although I mean, round. I mean, like me. Well, me and me and Jazz for Halloween are probably gonna do Aladdin and Jasmine because that's her name for Halloween. But if I was single, I would definitely do Orange wow. Cassidy. <laughs> You know, okay, I haven't thought about what I'm going to be for Halloween. Alive? Yes, and thriving, but, like, that's unlike me. I don't know I if CNN comes back. You may, not, you may not be alive Kay, and thriving. Okay, you should, you should dress up as a straight white male. Oh, yes. Cisgender K. The straight frat boy. <laughs> I guess no. I, K does not like that no, idea. No, no, did not. Just, no, just no, completely no-sold no, it. No. Yeah, no, no. So I thought it'd be a great idea. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. There is no part of me that could act like a straight cis frat boy. That's that's why it's great because it'd be great in the effort. That's why it's Halloween. It's called dressing up as something you're not usually. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not something like, you usually do, Kay. Physically, like physicality. I'm I'm very feminine. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. queen. <laughs> Yes, queen. Uh, why don't you do like uh, a <coughs> up as RuPaul? Just a, a just a not racist RuPaul. That doesn't exist. Oh, Ru, RuPaul, RuPaul is RuPaul's black, correct? Yes, yes RuPaul's black. So, yeah, RuPaul so, I mean, is black. So, I mean, it's do RuPaul but, without you know this, the the blackface thing. That's not RuPaul okay. can be in blackface if RuPaul's black. I'm saying if Kay Murphy dressed up as RuPaul, let's dress up as uh, RuPaul without the blackface. Without being in blackface. Yes, gotcha. that's what I was trying to get to. I would not there do that. Go. I would feel very wrong about dressing up as RuPaul. As right, white speaking people. of exuberant amounts of black people, did anybody watch the SmackDown with the Rolling Loud Fest? That oh, what awesome. a disaster. What a I don't disaster. Know, it, it was weird. 
it was weird for me because I don't know if the crowd was into it or not. They were not. And it was they also were weird for, for Bobby me because Shmurda. They it, it was also where they, uh, it was also weird for me the because I felt like <laughs> fucking Shmurda. Um, it was also weird for me, like I like looking at it from aesthetic, like wow, this looks like a big deal. But I felt like the ring was so far back, yeah, that like it didn't make sense. Well, hey, you know? here's here's the thing. It was a great idea, very good for business. They probably made a fuck ton of money. Oh, absolutely. And WWE did the right thing by sending out the Street Profits and Bianca Belair. Because if there's anyone that that kind of crowd is going to care about, it's those three. It's going to be the Street Profits and Bianca Belair. Right? I think Bianca. I think Bianca probably had the biggest pop out of all of them. I don't. No one got a pop. No one. Uh-huh. That that crowd doesn't watch wrestling. Yeah. They just they didn't know what the fuck was going on. They didn't they couldn't really see the ring very well. Now, yeah, it was the, the sight lines of it were kind of weird. And also like it was just super I'm random. wondering I'm wondering how far along in the creation of the festival were they like, Oh yeah, we're gonna have wrestling. Like, I, I, wonder, I wonder how many people like who bought tickets knew they were they're probably like, What they're, the fuck is this? This isn't T Pain. Yeah. Like no. What I imagine could have happened is, did either of you go to Warp Tour when that was a thing? Yeah, no, I did my first concert. So, do you remember Warp Tour? They always had like a section of like skateboarders and like BMX and stuff. That I knew, yes. Yeah, it gives me that kind of vibe. Like that. This is on the main stage. Like that. This should have been like a side sort of activity. Like this does not work. You cannot put a wrestling ring in that crowd, like that. Yeah, that was that was another thing. That was another thing I confused because I know it's I know it's a festival, but there's like there's yeah. multiple different stages and sections and multiple people performing at the same time, or is it just that one massive stage? To me, to me, I think it was probably just the main stage. I think it was just one massive stage. because yeah. that that's yeah. one thing that was very confusing to me um, about how it worked. I mean, visually from a TV perspective, how they shot it, it was great. It was great. It, was it, it looked very very impressive. It's just. They were trying to get shots of the crowd being excited, and they were just they couldn't maybe, find it. Maybe fifteen percent of that crowd actually knew and watched wrestling. So yeah, I just, I just don't think I just don't think it went over too well. And I'm not gonna blame WWE for this. I'm not gonna blame t- too loud for like the l- loud. What's it called? Loud rolling, rolling, rolling loud. loud. I keep rolling I keep yes. calling it rolling rock, but. Like, I, I think I think it was Rolling Rock is a great beer. I miss, I haven't had Rolling Rock in a long I, time. I think it was a good idea. It didn't go over as well as I thought. Not a complete failure. It's just some things just don't work. Yeah, I think it's something that they'll try again and probably have them and probably plan it out a little bit better. Yeah, because I, I, like, I think you mentioned this a few minutes ago. Like, I wonder how last minute this was with WWE. Yeah. Wait, how last minute this deal was because they announced this like a few weeks ago. Now I didn't realize the concert was like last week. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know how, how last minute was. I mean, like it, it appears last minute because you think of a concert of that magnitude, which had a lot of hip hops for those multiple days. You would have thought WWE would have planned this out months ago right. to get their name in there and integrate, and even you know integrate with like some of the um, some of the hip hop superstars who would have been down for it. Like, could you imagine them just trolling the crowd and bringing out Elias during the Rolling Loud festival? Oh and having somebody like and having somebody like Aesop Rocky or like the baby come out and like suplex him or something. Dude, like even Wale didn't get cheered. Right? That's that's how you knew they they, they <laughs> WWE tried everything. 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 
It's like, I really it's think... Like Montez Ford, can you walk? All right, all right, you can do this. It's like, honestly, wrestling, like an actual match. Honestly, like why Otis and Gable? Like if they if they brought out like a like a big name like if Cena came out there like a, like someone more mainstream I guess Bianca's pretty mainstream at this point. Yeah, but Bianca should work. Sasha could have worked, but Sasha's filming. Yeah, like Bianca Bianca was the right call, but like two matches, I I, I think they spent too much one. time there. It would have been better. It's one of those things where I think WWE was cautious because they didn't want to because they were in Cleveland, so you don't want to take away from like your actual crowd, your actual fan base. Yeah. You know, so, like, what do you do? Like, you're not going to put Roman out there. Dude, you throw out you throw out yeah. the Miz and John Morrison singing the Bad Bunny song, right? <laughs> <laughs> or this would have been a great time for, um, for a word life Cena to come back. Yes. Yeah, but Cena was on TV off of SmackDown, though, which was live. I know. So, I mean, I know. you can't be in two places at once. I mean, but Cena and Cena at a hip-hop festival being word life Cena, I just want to see it once to see how the crowd reacts to him. Speaking of John Cena, I like how John Cena mentioned that, like, he somehow escaped the uh, the Firefly Funhouse, like, <laughs> dimension. Yeah. He's like, got a lot of questions to answer, guys. How did I escape the Funhouse? <laughs> I mean, him and Roman, it's off to the races. Very exciting. And uh, Finn Balor is kind of floating around in there, too, which is very also very interesting. Well, Finn, well, right now, as of this moment, right now, it's it's Balor versus Roman for the universal title. They didn't say when. It's probably going to be on TV beforehand, or it is a bit of a red herring. Of course, yes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. You know, I mean, I'm glad Finn is in that main title scene, which is where he should be. He's not going to win. Like Finn Balor, like here's my here's the thing. I said it last week. Like Finn Balor, it's only a matter of time before he goes right back into what he was before he left, and all the momentum, all the momentum he had in. Uh, NXT, the, reju- the, reju- the rejuvenization of his character, gone. Down the drain. It's going to be gone. I really hope they keep a more grittier version of him, but we'll see. Like but I he, think they need him to sell. He's already smiley, babyface Finn. I haven't seen him. He hasn't smiled once yet, I think. I just Blue trunks, though. What's, what is with you in the blue trunks? He's matching with the brand. They're his best trunks. Is, is that so? He does, yes. look, he does look very cute in his blue trunks. I like the ones that are a touch lighter, but, like, these are fine. You've really put a lot of thought into what Finn Balor wears. I noticed things. It's like NXT, Finn Balor with the guns was cool. Finn Balor on SmackDown with the guns is just, like, it's lame. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's Finn Balor it's, is, like, he's immediately lame again to me. I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I, I, I don't think Fox allows the guns, that's why. It's like the sideways. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's not, it's not just like it's Finn Balor on USA Network compared to Finn Balor on Fox. Yeah. Which I also found funny that Fox <laughs> was covering the Rolling Loud Festival for SmackDown. I was like, wow, talk about trying really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> to like spread out your fan base. Just didn't work. Just didn't work. But what does work is Roman Reigns in a live crowd. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns doesn't need Paul Heyman. No, not at all. Not at all, but it still works. It works. It works. It still works. Because, like, honestly, it gives more heat on Roman. It's like, I want to hear him talk, but no, I'm stuck with the fat guy. I'm stuck (laughs) with the (laughs) Polaris. 
And I, I love his Him songs. mimicking John Cena. The, 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 do, 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 do. <laughs> like, it was my Canaanites Paul Heyman, man. I'm just going to say it straight up. Him doing a dance. It was, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns is so good, even Chris Jericho couldn't shut his mouth about Roman. Well, he is this, like, listen, like, let Roman be Roman. Which I, which I think, like, Chris Jericho's critique was just like, well, that's what they're doing, man. Like... Yeah. Just let him just let him go. You want to talk about the demo god? It's not Chris Jericho. <laughs> it's not Chris Jericho. Roman Reigns is the demo god right now. And SmackDown is the A show. SmackDown's fucking phenomenal. It is it is a very easy, fun show to watch. Uh Seth and Edge are gonna have a great program leading up into SummerSlam. <sighs> It's like I wish I still wish it was Seth and Roman, but Seth and Edge is fine too. Seth and Edge. I still want ahead, Seth Ted. and Roman for like Survivor Series. It would be fine. That's cool. That's cool. And the other thing I will say about SmackDown is that Biggie had a great problem before he was interrupted by everybody. Yeah, that was very weird. That was very weird mm-hmm. on SmackDown because it's like, well, okay, here is the IC title picture plus Biggie, like, right, like. Um, but what, what what the whole point of that was? They set up a six man tag dark match for the live crowd on SmackDown. They didn't actually watch the whole Willing Loud thing. Yeah, which is fine. Which which which, which obviously I had to do something because if I was if I went to a live SmackDown, I had to what, fucking watch, watch these people on a, on a Willing Loud concert, not give a fuck, and I'm stuck here watching this. I'd be pretty pissed. So they set up a, they set up a dark match, which great, obviously that's totally fine. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like what Biggie's what the direction to go with Biggie. He seems to be panning to a crowd really well. And I think his cash-in is going to be a great cash-in. I just, can't wait. It's just a matter of when. No, no idea when. Yeah, it's, cannot predict it at all. It's going to hold it for a very long time. It's got to be a big moment, too. Would you allow Big E to be the second person to cash in at WrestleMania? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> It depends what the future plans are for him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you're gonna have him cash in at WrestleMania, you need opponent one. You need you need you need storylines booked out till SummerSlam, because that is. I sorry. Go. Go ahead. That's 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 just putting the rocket ship on you, strapped and locked and ready to go. Like Seth Rollins yeah. did it with the Authority, so he already had him back. Big E, you got to build something to that. So if they can, if they can, if they have plans for after him, sure. Biggie deserves his dream match. Biggie versus Goldberg. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's all I want. That would be so good. Could you imagine Biggie defeating Goldberg to be the WWE the champion, the Universal champion? No, WWE champion. It's WWE champion, not Universal. I don't know what who is what title anymore. The bl- blue, blue Universal, SmackDown, Roman Reigns. Blue Universal. Blue Universal Champion, so that's what I started calling it when I moved over to SmackDown. Ugh. And then WWE Championship Raw. Dope. Yeah. Give it. Give me what I want. <laughs> well, I mean, we still got to get Bobby and Goldberg, which may or may not happen, which, I mean, it will happen. Dude, Bobby <laughs> Lashley just giving the squish squash to Cedric and... <laughs> Cedric and, um, and Shelton. Shelton. Wow. Just W-O-W. He was like, he's like, I'll take a boat. Slapping. Majesty. 
listen, you got to make Bobby look like a world beater. And that's what they're mm-hmm. doing. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to watch him squash Bill Goldberg. It's going to be the best five minutes of my life. Listen, what if Bill Goldberg wins? How dare you? I mean, they were booming Ray Mysterio. Who boos Ray Mysterio? I mean, they were booming Ray Mysterio. Who boos Ray Mysterio? Apparently, this is Goldberg's last contractual match. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything leads for me. Everything leads me to believe he's doing the job. Mm-hmm. He's either doing the job for Bobby or he's doing the job for Big E. You know, because we're not going to get Goldberg Riddle, unfortunately. Thank God. Dude, I don't want any part of that apparently, anymore. Apparently, there were some writers who pitched Matt Riddle winning the briefcase and cashing in on Goldberg. <laughs> just because they know, they, they follow and know the internet. And Vince was just like, nah. <laughs> I would have pitched that too. Because it would have been a shoot fight. <laughs> Goldberg wouldn't have dropped. Dude, Goldberg would not have dropped the belt to him. He would have, now, like, Absolutely nice, not. nice try, writers. I'm glad you read dirt sheets in the internet and Twitter, but it is, it is some things you don't, you, the internet should not bring to fruition, and that's one of them. Well, it's not even reading the dirt sheets on Twitter. It's on the network. Like, where attention is, is documented on, like, some of the network shows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's canon. Like, it, yeah, it's it's very canon. It's very scary too. I mean, to be fair, just because it's canon doesn't mean it needs to be a match. If Matt Riddle did win Money in the Bank, I wouldn't have been mad. No, I'm a fan of but Matt I think Riddle. Dude. The right... Matt, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle somehow won me over. I yeah, I, I still think Biggie's the better choice overall. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I think he can he can carry. I think he can be your. Your leader of a of a show, it's just a matter of what show. You know, Biggie has the he's cursed right now because Roman Reigns is the best overall performer in wrestling trade him, in the trade world him the right Raw now. For Drew McIntyre, send Drew to SmackDown. Now I need to see Jinder beat up Drew a little bit more, which is a great segue. God, I so miss Jinder Mahal. Uh, I liked Drew McIntyre just. 37 chair shots to Sharky or Veer or... It was Veer, actually. It was or, Veer. Was or that. fucking Bud Light, what the fuck his name is. It was... Well, Veer was the match that he went up against. He was wildly athletic. Um, and then... Whoever that lawyer was. Yeah, it's just like, what's... Uh... Oh, I forget the lawyer's name from 1996. I just watched it not too long ago either. It was Shawn Michaels' lawyer or something. Uh, the black guy. Not rude. No, it was it was the play was the, uh, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Clarence there is Thomas. there is a fucking name for the memory My bank. My God, Clarence Thomas. No, but I love it. I like I like how we give Drew and Jinder something. I mean, listen, Raw's kind of just in this weird muddy place. Jinder's an upper level mid card guy at this moment. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I I watched Raw this afternoon. I put it on like after like, I put it on like. I watched half of it, and I paused okay. it. To, I paused it to go take a walk and get a cheesesteak. So I was just, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, my dog said I need to walk for us. Okay, I'm going to go walk to get food, obviously. Um, yeah. And then when I got home, I forgot to finish Raw. I just completely forgot it was on, <laughs> and I watched the rest of USC 264. That McGregor fight didn't even bother watching. Motherfucker broke his leg. But the rest of the card was pretty good. And I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to watch Raw. I was like, well, I don't, I don't need it down here. Like, I'm just going to go on Bleach Report and see what happens. But I did watch the Jinder um, Drew segment. Raw is just, 
Raw is it's immediately back to unwatchable again for me. It's just like with crowds back, they didn't change anything really. Like last week, they they put it on Nikki, uh, so because apparently Vince wanted to have like it's live, pal. Anything can happen. Kind of give that moment of surprise thing. Um, which is not wrong about, which I get that. I get that, but you know, like that's not a, that's not a reason to have Karrion Cross and Keith Lee lose like that. Um, I, did, I almost forgot about those segments, but so, but like Raw is just immediately back into just bad. I will say this about Raw: Charlotte, I think, is putting putting on some of the best promo performances of her career at the moment. Yeah, she's doing amazing, and her outfits I, and, are great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, her outfits are great. Um, great Taylor, I man. think she's a good one. Yeah, great tail. Yeah, um, I think Charlotte. I mean, she she's she's proven she is the opportunity, and if and the more outlandish and bitchy Charlotte is, I think the better Nikki looks. It's kind of this weird thing. Like Nikki, they put out they brought Nikki out in the beginning of a show to be like live from New York at Saturday night, but now she didn't say that. Um, but <laughs> she might as well should have. Um, and she kind of was trying to get her character over and it was kind of work, but not really. But once Charlotte came out as that like kind of antagonist to her, Nikki kind of works because it gave somebody for Nikki to push back on. Yeah. So I, and the only reason that this is that Nikki's ever going to get over is she has to have such such a next level heel that Charlotte's playing right now to get her over. That's the only way this is going to work. I hate, I hate Nikki cross. I hate everything about this gimmick, but I'm not going to lie, man. She's get she's getting a reaction from the crowd. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because, I think it's because Charlotte is so Charlotte's creating so much heat. I mean, even, mm-hmm. even that, even that first moment she cut, I mean, when her music hit, she got a pretty good pop. She's over a lot more, a lot more than I thought she'd be with a live crowd. I agree. I agree, and like I was, I was very skeptical, especially the first week back. Yeah. She crowd, it's just gonna work, and then like the second week, they like put her in front of a live audience. Yeah, like she started the show, and I was like, "That's, ooh, that's a ballsy move." Yeah, <laughs> you know, but maybe there is some wiggle room where she can have something here. Yeah, I still hate it. I still can't stand it, but I just like I wish she was I I. I hate the almost a superhero thing. I hate like you know if I fail it's okay blah blah blah. But like I get this. I get. I get it. Yeah, like my six year old like daughter it. would absolutely love it. Yeah, if you had a six year old daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it, if it works, it works. If it makes money, it works. And this is probably going to make them money. So it's going to make them money. And kudos to Charlotte for keeping us alive. And Charlotte is uh-huh. she's so goddamn good, man. She yeah. she is is working that crowd. Um, and she's gonna do her oh, damnedest. She's gonna do her damnedest to get Nikki over. Like, if there's anyone to get Nikki Cross over, I'm still calling on Nikki Cross. Fuck it. If there's anyone to get her over right now, it's Charlotte. Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's Charlotte. Charlotte could have easily sabotaged this whole run, but she is. She's, you know, she's going with this. My question mm-hmm. for UK is: Where does Rhea Ripley fit into all of this? <laughs> Who gives up? Oh my fuck? god. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm so bummed about Rhea Ripley's main roster journey. Are you going to buy Rhea Ripley's jacket? What jacket? Oh, no one told you, but jacket's on sale on the shop. What? Okay, finish your thought. Um, finish your thought. I don't know what they do with her, though. Like, that's the thing. 
Um, she, and this is, I feel like this is just what happens when you come up from NXT. If you're fucking dominant in NXT, your dominance does not last on the main roster. And I don't, I'm just in general confused by the women's division of the main roster right now. And I just don't see anything good for her. She's lost right now. Yeah. She's still in the SummerSlam, she's in the SummerSlam marquee match. I hate it though. It's a match. I'm so I, mad I about it. I don't want to see that match. I don't give a fuck about that match. Um, and Rhea Ripley, she's she's over too. The crowd was chanting her name pretty loud as well. Yeah. I mean, that could just be the crowd just excited to see everybody. Like, we'll see how how it lasts. Like post SummerSlam, give it a month. Yeah, or post SummerSlam. So, but you know, people are still over more than I thought they'd be. The crowds are harder than I thought than I expected they'd be. Probably harder than they deserve. But back to Kay's point where, like, why people from NXT just don't carry the momentum, it's because, this, this, I, this is really too original, I think it's because they don't continue their character they had in NXT. They're going to get you a soundbite for a Willie T original. We're like, this is a Willie T original. This <laughs> is a Willie T original. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, like when they come to the main roster, they essentially start over. That is the issue. That's I've, the issue. I've had that thought. Mm-hmm. Like Keith Lee had this such momentum from NXT as champion, <laughs> dropped a carrying cross as he should have done. Came to the main roster, new gear, new outfit, new music, new move set, new everything, and just starting over. Carrying yeah. cross, different in, different entrance, like no Scarlet. Starting over. Damian Priest pretty much starting over. You know, like, it worked for Carmella. It worked for Alexa Bliss because they didn't have momentum in NXT. Like, if Aaliyah, no, if Aaliyah comes up and starts over, no one's going to know the difference. But, like, what what got them to the worked dance? Worked for Lacey. It, what Lacey, worked, Lacey yeah. pretty much started over. Lacey didn't really start over, though. She pretty much kept the same character. Nothing changed much with Lacey Evans. That's why it worked. Yeah. Finn Balor, you know, he had this thing so hot on NXT, he came back up, went right back to where he was when it didn't work. Oh, no. Yeah, Jerry goes to Painmaker. But, you know, <sighs> it's, it's like they come to the main roster and don't have them start over. Like, if if they were a main event in NXT and they come up in the mid-card in the main roster, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, Keith Lee should have come up in the main event. Arguably, kind of did with Randy Orton. Like, Karrion Cross should come up in the main event. Yeah, I mean Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe worked perfectly in the main roster because he didn't change his character. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep the momentum the, going. This and keep the it prime going. example, the prime example of this, which I thought WWE dropped the ball on tremendously, and it's it's um it's so unfortunate because this man was probably one of the hottest people in wrestling. It's the Bobby Roode angle. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Roode was from his beginning in NXT, picture perfect. Came out looking like a million bucks. His first promo in NXT, he said, I'm here to make NXT better. I'm here to make NXT glorious. I'm here to put NXT on the map. He makes his way as a snibbling heel, give or take, to the top of the NXT as a champion. He drops, obviously, the Drew and, the, you know, the Adam Cole situation. Then, obviously, he debuts on SmackDown randomly, which, okay, cool. His first promo on SmackDown the next week should have been, you saw what I did in NXT? Yeah. 
I'm going to do the same thing here on SmackDown and have them run roughshod for a little bit. It's and they didn't do it. Is this, allow me a moment to introduce myself throughout a SmackDown. Here's my resume. World champion on the entire world. He was world champion in t accounts, right? Yes. I, global <laughs> superstar came to NXT and made it glorious. Glorious, And everyone exactly. just goes, wow, what an asshole. Right? And if yeah. anyone who's followed Bobby Roode's career... He's a really bad baby face. He's horrible. Doesn't work. He's not good at it. <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like, he came up and he started over. And everyone who and liked him. And he didn't need to. All the people who liked him, who would have cheered or booed him, don't know what to do anymore. It's just like, oh, okay, who are you? Reintroduce yourself. Yeah. It's like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. I don't know why Vince does that. Some people need reinvention. I will give it that. Some people do need reinvention. And some people don't. Bobby Roode didn't need a reinvention. And some people get caught up too early where they need more room to marinate and develop like a ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, we'll never get to see what would happen to him on the roster. But, you know, the greatest NXT creation ever, Velveteen Dream, probably didn't need, probably wouldn't have needed a reset. No, I think I think they would have brought him up and as is he, as he, is because like what, what like he works as a face and a baby like his character is the same as a face and a heel. It's not much of a change. Yeah. So it's just a matter of who you put him with. You know, if Adam Cole ever goes up, you don't need to change him. God, he's gonna be running up to twenty four seven title. <laughs> <laughs> I will you say th- this. I will think say I'm this. Kidding. I will say this. I will say this. I was impressed by Reginald in the twenty four seven title. Yeah, he's great. Didn't make Hulu, one didn't make Hulu up. I saw it. I saw it on Instagram like ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, did you see his entrance? Yeah, he did like a no. he did like a Simone Biles with a top rope. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and they kept Archie keep the keep the uh, microphone on during the entire match. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, dead ass though. Really- what if what if like they made WWE wrestling an Olympic sport? <laughs> and have him be the 24-7 championship. No, I, I mean, like, I no, like, fine with that. you have America versus Russia, like, you know, because there's territories all over the world. It's just like, but sure. it's like the gold medal is just kayfabe. It's like it's rigged, it's fake. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's booking that? Uh, okay. The country hosting, the, the country hosting. <laughs> like, who's booking, who's making that booking decision for everybody? No, no, like, like okay, Win, okay, winning and losing doesn't matter, right? Okay. So you would have the judges, because there's judges for every event, score them. <laughs> right? Like you, you can still get over in a loss. Okay, fair. Right? Like so they, they so you put on a series of matches with people representing different countries in the Olympic Stadium like, and the judges choose the best performance. Yeah, like put it this way, Brett Austin from WrestleMania, that was at the Olympics. USA gets the gold. I'm sorry, Brett. Fuck you. Boston bled. And, all right? The double turn worked. All right? Austin gets the gold. You can even get cold gold. All right? Fuck it. You can, you can share the podium and Austin gets a stunner and put you, on the, put you on silver. Right? I think it could work. Oh, it could work. I mean, I mean, they put three on three basketball in the Olympics now. Really? Yes. Three-on-three half-court basketball is an Olympic sport. Yeah, they put skateboarding in the Olympics. Yeah. So, like, I have not watched... 
I okay. haven't watched the Olympics since like I think it was the year it was in Sydney in like two thousand. Oh, you're missing out. I'm watching women's rugby right now, and the United States team kicking China's ass. Yay, USA, <laughs> USA. I'm surprised like, China lets the women play rugby. Yeah, yeah. Although China just scored. Got I just head. don't. The Olympics are just not my jam. Like, I liked it when I was little because they were like Barbie dolls that corresponded with the Olympics. So, like, I liked the Barbie, not the Olympics. <laughs> the Olympics aren't for everybody. The Olympics are also a time where people, like, try to care about sports that they feel like they know a lot about. Which it's also really so long. It's like fucking, which what, two weeks? Which makes sense. Which makes sense why wrestling would fit perfectly into the Olympics. Yeah, right? <laughs> It's like a bunch of sports that aren't sports, a bunch of sports that are sports just aren't going to be there. The Olympics. Oh, it happens every four years. We don't pay the athletes. Fine. <laughs> They're sleeping on cardboard beds, for fuck's sake. Yeah, they no are. No wonder Simone Biles backed out. That's, her back probably hurts. <laughs> right? Apparently, if you sign up for like Tinder Plus or whatever, you can access the Olympic Village. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Some, like some Joe Schmo. Some Joe Schmo's gonna get with a gold medalist. Yeah. That's, Love it. that's fantastic. Love it. That's that's the opportunity people need. That's how that's how you bring people up. That's how you boost the economy. Pro wrestling, pro wrestling, the fake not. kind of a big sport. I'm gonna start a commission. They took real wrestling out. Let's put fake wrestling back in. <laughs> make wrestling fake again. Gold. Angle can win another gold medal with with a with a non broken neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the first person to win. So like, you make you make wrestling an Olympic, you make fake wrestling an Olympic sport by the LA, by the LA Games. Yeah. In a couple of years, and Kurt Angle wins. He Kurt Angle wins like I want a gold medal with a healthy freaking neck. <laughs> <laughs> he wins and he celebrates with a bunch of milk. It's just like pouring milk <laughs> over his body. <laughs> be the most American thing ever, no matter how. Where you want to do like something in the in Vince books and like have Hulk Hogan come out and win the title. Oh my god. <laughs> no, dude, this it's this Hogan and the Sheik all over again. It'll be the most watched Olympic main event ever. With with the with a special guest referee, Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, make wrestling fake again, show title. Oh my god! All right, do you want to take a break? Do you want a Matt Men in, or we just no, no breaks, no breaks. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna power through because the only thing thing left we have to talk about is probably NXT. Dude, did I tell you? Did I tell you what Andrew Zarian got rich for his birthday? What did he get for? He got on the Sapphire World Title. (laughs) The Sapphire's World Title. (laughs) Bravo! Bravo! Bravo, I'll give it to them. But I will say this. I fucking love NXT. I, wa- I got to watch Josh Briggs wrestle. Uh, oh, don't tell so me who good. won. I was so upset. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I was so upset because like, the, the first the first, like, the first, first two matches, I was like, okay, like, all right, this, these are good matches. And I saw next week, Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs. I just go, that's not fair. <laughs> all right? Like, <laughs> I agree. I was upset. I was like, this could be a finals match. Like, Josh. Yeah. I, I was very upset. Very, very, very upset. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait I, for Joe Casey. Oh, it's next week. Yeah. Who's he facing? Um, um fuck, I forgot his name. 
I forgot his name. <laughs> Hold on, let's get Freckles on the drum. A guy, a guy that Joe Gacy should beat. <laughs> that I, 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 know, pictured, I pictured little. Joe Gacy taking the L to uh, Carmelo Hayes or someone else from Evolve. Or like, I pictured Joe Gacy taking the L to Josh Briggs. Oh, man. You'll, you'll enjoy Jasper. I miss, I miss long haired Jasper. I miss long haired Jasper X, but yeah, it's still I Josh did too. Briggs. That's the first yeah. thing I know. It's like he looks fatter without the long hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, Carmella Hayes and Jasper X is a really good match. Um, I mean, this is a very Manny talented, Rose. this is a very talented um, tournament right here. Absolutely. Like, oh all these God. guys yeah. are going are gonna to stick around. Yeah. I mean, just like the last time in the breakout tournament besides Jordan Miles, swerve, everybody else swerve, stuck. Swerve. Yeah, and everybody's doing well. Hit Row is still fucking amazing. Um, did you watch the segment uh, between um, LA Knight and the... Uh, Graham and Grimes on the golf Cam- court. On the golf course. Oh my fucking God, it was so good. And the fucking grizzled young veterans show up for no reason. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> let me talk yeah. to you. Let me talk to you. Yeah, dude. Like, I, 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 I how long do you want me to? How long do you want me to keep washing your balls? Hey, can you stop saying that? <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot to cut the audio. But like the the go home show for the Great American Bash, it's just uh, Cameron Grimes and LA Knight have a year off. They're just going yeah back and forth. <laughs> it's just like I, I swear to God, LA Knight listens to the show, heard yeah. the sound bite, heard me just going yeah, and then he started doing it more. All right, it's a fucking thing now, I swear. Um, but yeah, him and Cameron Grimes, it's it's perfect. It's it's great writing because in these vignettes, he's, Cameron Grimes is doing exactly what his character should do. It's like Ally mm-hmm. Knight's trying to get one over on him, making him dress like a butler, and Cameron Grimes just goes, I look good. <laughs> it's just like, I'm a, I'm a millionaire too. I can just pay someone else to do this. It's like... But, you know, in the ring, L.A. Knight gets his comeuppance. He's like, okay, beat up, beat up um, Drake Maverick because I still own you. It's just like, it it, it works. It works. The dynamics there, the characters are there. It all mm. makes sense, and it's fucking incredible. I love it. Yeah. Ridge Holland is back in NXT, which, thank God so he can excited. walk. Thank God he can walk. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only thing the only thing that's missing obviously is Pat McAfee, but Pat McAfee is having the time of his life on SmackDown. He's doing so good. It's great. You know what's crazy? Michael Cole put him over to him. Like Michael Cole told apparently Michael Cole told Pat McAfee this is like, you make me love this again or something like that. Wow. I would tell Pat McAfee just at certain times Shut the fuck up. Like especially <laughs> during promos. Like entrances he's freaking the fuck out for Shinsuke, like, keep that at 11. But, like, there, there's sometimes where, like, there's a promo he just goes, wow. Or, oh, my God. It's like, no, you don't, you don't need to tell the audience how to feel. They're feeling that already. Yeah, you right? can mute, mute yourself or mute something. Mute yourself. It's just like this, shh. Or have Michael Cole just, like, summarize, summarize at the end. But, like, you know, when, when um, John Cena came back and he was like, What? Right, like, normally Michael Cole goes, I got ghost bumps! Right, but, like, it was both of them act freaking the fuck out and playing off each other. Him and Cole yeah. work very, very well. I think Cole is going to mold him into something very, very well because Cole is the best commentator in all of wrestling and has been for the past five, ten years. Yeah, and he earned that. He earned that. Oh, yeah. He's been in the company since 1998, dude. Yeah, he was a backstage, he was a backstage reporter. People forget that. Yeah. He's been in the company for, like, 30 years. 
Yeah, he was a backstage for The Rock. He used to just own him every segment. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what's his name? Like, raped him. The, the uh, giant uh, guy, Jindrak, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah, Jindrak, yeah. So uncomfortable. Jindrak, yeah. But back to NXT. I mean, NXT's just great. Dakota finally turned on Raquel. I see. It was so great. This is interesting. I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with it. However, mm-hmm. I think I think Raquel Gonzalez would be a better heel. I agree. I I, I think I think WWE wants Raquel to be this monster baby face, but I think that's a mistake. I don't know if Raquel can pull that off. I don't. I know. think I, I think we might be in we might be in tune for like a double switch. <clears throat> where, you know, Raquel goes in there being the face but leaves the heel. Maybe. Like, I can picture this. If I were booking this, you know, you have Dakota look like she's a formidable opponent, but then that bell rings and Raquel beats her so badly that it goes to a ref stoppage. Like, the ref is like, stop, stop. Like, she's like... Like, yeah. kind of like, stop, stop, she's already dead. Yeah, well, I, I had that <laughs> sound bite. Where is it? Something like that. Like, that's what <laughs> I would do. Stop! He's already dead! That's exactly how I would book it. Yeah. Especially if you're moving, because it sounds like they're moving Dakota somewhere else. Well, I mean, here's here's the big problem, too, because Dakota works so good as a heel. She's a great heel, especially yeah. on the mic, and she's kind of a shitty baby face. So if you're trying to get Raquel over, mm-hmm. you need someone to dance with, and the 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 match itself is going to be great, but you're probably going to get Raquel over more with Dakota as a heel because she's that bad of a baby face. Like you need both these women to be heels, and that just doesn't work. Yeah, that's why I think Raquel is should come go. Come out of this as a dominant heel. Yeah, like this. This is a big test for Raquel Gonzalez as a baby face. But if she can pass it, she's forever over until Vince gets his hands on her and fucks her up. Yeah, which is a shame because she is. She's got a great look inside and outside of the ring. Yeah, she's she exactly what you want. She speaks. She speaks two languages fluently. Like she doesn't have the language. Chiquita. Uh, I, I love the Chiquita. You know, but she she speaks it because I mean, she's American, uh, or she's born in America, but she's bilingual. So she speaks in the way where you don't have to understand what she's saying in Spanish, but you kind of get what she's telling you. Yeah, no, the bilingual definitely you know? definitely works for her. Like it doesn't work Absolutely. for Andrade. I had to give him subtitles, thank God. Um, but it it works. It works for Raquel. Um, I love her pose, her broad shoulders. She's flexing her back with a title yeah. on, on her butt. <laughs> It's it's, a, it's such a unique look. It's it it's great. It's unique. It's different. And Raquel Gonzalez is well on her way. She still needs some WWE polish, some spit shine, but she is right where she needs to be. Like they are, they have built her a hundred percent correctly. She's going to be an international superstar if they keep her on the right track. Yeah. Especially, I don't know if I talked about this during the last take before we in your house. They did, you know, the global summit or whatever, where they had 
people, uh, press people on Twitter come in and ask questions from around the world. Mm -hmm. And so they had Raquel, they had somebody from like Peru or or some Spanish speaking country in South America ask a question. And they allowed Raquel to actually answer the question initially in Spanish. Yeah. And then she answered them again in English. Well, that makes sense because the the person asking the question is going to be used in Peruvian media, right? Exactly. So obviously you need to, yeah, and then you speak in English afterwards. It, she, at least yeah. she doesn't need a, Penta says, oh, I love that. I love that <laughs> yeah. guy in AEW. That guy's fucking incredible. But, um, you know, uh, I, but I, think, I think that aspect of just who she is naturally will, will do wonders for her in her career. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think we'll see, we won't see until Raquel goes up to either Raw or SmackDown, I don't think we'll see the best of Rhea Ripley either. Because at the time that they split, Rhea and Raquel put on a masterclass of a feud. Well, how long? How much longer would you keep Raquel in NXT? I I think she's a I think she's a post mania call up. Ooh, no, 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 no! I I keep her there for at least another year, if not a, a year. Whole, and a, half. a whole number year round. Calendar year. She she so, still she still needs time. Like I don't think she's ready for Maine yet. I don't. I think she's ready for Maine, definitely. But I don't think she's ready to main event pay per views with Charlotte Flair. No. Which is where she no. needs. To, which is where she needs to be. I don't think she's ready for a program with Charlotte. I don't think she's ready for a program with Becky. I don't think she's ready for a program with Sasha. She's ready for a program with Bailey uh, when she comes back. But she needs a little more work before she's ready for that next level. And do not mm. call her up unless she's ready for that next level. And you don't think she'll be ready for that by post-mania? Six months? Eight months? Six months? I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe. But you also got to build up NXT Women's Division with someone to replace her. That is also very true. And then what do you do with EO in that time, too? Because EO's still there. Kind of, you know, she's the NXT Women's cha- NXT Tag Champ, which is kind of treading water. But I, I do agree. I mean, until you have, until you have people to, you know, take, take that championship, the women's championship, and the women's division to the next level. Because think about it, they just lost Tony Storm, which, by the way, had a fantastic match against, um, against Zelina. Mm-hmm. You know, they just lost Tony. They just lost Shotzi. And Tegan, which they're they're fucking hysterical. Um, you know, I would say they just lost Leah, but no one gives a shit. Um, you know, you gotta have to do a balancing act, and Triple H is very good with this balancing act of keeping women that he needs. Like when they called up the four horsewomen, Vince wanted to take Oscar, and Triple H was like, "Hell fucking no! I need somebody to build the women's division off of," and it worked. Mm-hmm. The only person I can see now, if you keep the things the way they are. I'd get, I would have Ember beat Raquel. Somewhere down the road. And you, you can rebuild off of Ember. Yeah. If all else fails. Yeah, I could see that. You know, if all else fails. And then, and speaking of if all else fails, uh, Samoa Joe is a competitor again, just like that. Just oh my like god, that. so excited. God, the internet needs to learn to be patient, man. People are so mad when he's coming back as not a wrestler. It's like, Oof. guys, give it... It's WWE, alright? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> give it a month, and a month later, here we go. Tick, yeah, was... tick, tock, tick, tock. I'm mm. about to... Such a fuck. That was terrible, Joe. I'm about to clean <laughs> your clock. 
you know, it it was done it was done really really good. You know, because Samoa Joe's just a great promo guy. Always always has been. Mm-hmm. You know, although the one my one critique about Samoa Joe is that he talks like this and then immediately goes like this. <laughs> it's just like the, his cadence can sometimes annoy me. Yeah, but I will say it's 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 gonna be good. He's taking the title off of Carrion. Hopefully. Can't wait. Yeah. Karen just having a, like, even though Karen won on Raw, he still beat Keith Lee. Like, nobody looked good after that match. No. No, don't care. No one looked good. It's just, and it's it's upsetting. Because these are two guys who should be doing a lot better than what they're looking at right now. And I did, I heard a rumor that they, um... They had to do reshoots of Karrion Cross's segment last week. Why? Because they kept on re- they kept on chanting Jeff Hardy. <laughs> which segment on, on NXT? Or on NXT, yeah. NXT, which which segment was it? This week or last week? Last week. So, but he wasn't in. The, he wasn't in the arena. He was, he was only he was only on the screen. Was it last week? It was either last week. Yeah, or week last before. week he choked out Regal. So it must have been the week before. Whenever he lost the, they had to do reshoots or something because they kept the chin and Jeff well, Hardy. Well, he lost. He lost to Jeff Hardy last Monday, and then Tuesday the next day he took out Regal. Hmm. So, so maybe it was, it was maybe it was this week, like yesterday. Maybe it, something so like that. This week was last week film live. I think I don't remember. I think is NXT not live? I believe NXT is live. I know yesterday was pre-taped because of like Olympics. All right, so if yesterday was pre-taped, then because uh, I think he, him and him and Joe had an in-ring segment, so that's that's probably when they were chanting Hardy, Hardy, Hardy. They were which supposed to. The, which WWE there, has your own damn fault. The spoiler for Joe. The spoiler for Joe was like all over Twitter last week. Yeah, it's because they they they're preempted by the Olympics, so everything's on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, hey, it is what it is. No, but the Joe segment was good. He was like, he calls out Regal. He's like, I know what you want to do. You want to fire Cross. He's like, but don't do that. I have a way that makes it better. <laughs> you know? He goes, there's three parts. Number one, here's my resignation from NXT management. I quit. Number two, here's a contract to make me an actual wrestler again. Please sign this. Number three, here's a contract for NXT TakeOver 36. <laughs> I don't know if she had the contract Cross. ready to go. Yeah. I mean, hey, Joe, whenever you put Joe in a segment, he's going to dominate that segment. Mm-hmm. And it was just a matter of him getting the opportunity. And lo and behold, when WWE caught him, Triple H came running to, to save Joe's career. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what Triple H is good for. <laughs> <laughs> what if, like, WWE does another segment where, like, Joe tries to break into a house and it's like <laughs> he, he accidentally goes to AJ Styles' house? <laughs> the, the new Pillman's got a gun, <laughs> Pillman's got a gun again. <laughs> Just Scarlet with a handgun or oh, a Magnum. <laughs> hey, they're in Florida; they could do it. Yeah, it could work. It could definitely work. Uh, so, okay, what do you think about this final segment before we end, before we get out of here on the road? Uh, before you get out of your own room? Yeah. What do you um, think about the, the oh, way NXT? The way the uh, lose it's uh the lover or loser match or something like that. I didn't see it. Okay, so Austin Theory has left from the way apparently. Why? 
Austin Theory has disappeared from the way. He, like, ran away from the way. He ran and away. He ran the he, other way. He ran the other way. Okay, so, like, when I watched NXT yesterday, I... So I had worked at like five in the morning and then I also worked an overnight last night. So I had work at midnight. So okay. I felt, I fell asleep so, during NXT. Okay. So Austin Theory ran away from the way. So it hasn't been found in two weeks. So it's now Johnny, Candace and Indy trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You know, Indy gets a package from somebody and it's a, it's a, it's a drawing from Dexter, but it's a drawing of Dexter in the position where Austin Theory would be. Oh. And she's like, oh, and, and he's like, oh, he's like family. And he's like, they're not family, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you should just give him a chance. How about you have a match with him next week? And if uh-huh. he beats you, you got to give him a chance with me. So now it's like a lover or loser match. Classic Johnny. wrestling. <laughs> yes. Okay. Jo- Johnny versus Dexter. Very Jim Cornette 1990s wrestling booking. And it's going to work. Of course it is. It's, yeah, it's gonna really work. Fun. It's gonna work so well. I just it's gonna happen because I want to see Dexter and Johnny as like a family with the. When is it next week or is it take next over? week? Oh. It's next week. Hit Row is facing um, Legato, man. Legato Del Fantasma, yeah. That feud is great. I I, I really, really enjoy it. both of them. I love Hit Row. I love Legato Del Fantasma. They are so much fun. Dude, I love mm-hmm. that WWE is just like, oh, we lost Andrade. Guess what? We have Escobar, who is just better. <laughs> <laughs> we have a grown-up, more mature version. <laughs> and a guy who speaks better English will make more money off of him. Oh, yeah. I cannot, wa- I cannot wait, and I really hope, when they move him to Raw or SmackDown, he becomes just... He is a perfect mix. Uh, he has an Alberto Del Rio look, but he kind of wrestles like Andrade. Yeah. He's like exactly what they would want in like their top level. It's like, like every Spanish superstar they've ever wanted is just mixed into one with Escobar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He is perfect. Like I want to see somewhere down the road Escobar and Seth Rollins. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be so much fun. You know. Oh, and also next week I think we're getting. So Diamond Mind versus whatever the hell Bobby Fish is doing. Yeah, I don't give cares. a shit about Diamond Mind. Diamond Mind is a joke. It just wasn't presented well. Which is funny because Malcolm Bibbins is a great talker. You know. But they did try. It is what it is. But let's get out of here because we've been trying to we've been trying to make wrestling fake again, and I think it's getting too real for us. But mm-hmm. Kay, final words in your final time. In your uh, in your little shack over there. Um. Well, the first time I ever recorded the show was in the basement, so like we're really stuck. I remember with your fucking ukulele. With my ukulele, um, I'm very excited to start a new chapter and to. I have a fantasy. I want to like build a cute little like office in the corner of my room. So we'll see how this goes. I'm excited. Good luck with that. Thank you. I just need to be in because I'm very stressed out, but you know, in a good way. You'll get there, and then you'll pay rent. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. Anyway, well, any final words, any future shocks? I don't, we don't have any more future shocks this week. Um, Daniel Bryan goes to Japan through AEW. <laughs> he signs with AEW but only works in Japan. 
I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. CM Punk, is the, CM Punk is the same thing, but with Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> he only comes back for uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, man, I think I'm Gucci, man. It's just I'm going to I'm going to say we that uh, this live stream thing figured out again, man. She we definitely do. Yeah, we definitely do. I do. I will say, uh, the big debut in Chicago is uh, CM Hornswoggle. <sighs> Charlie Murphy Best. Hornswoggle. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, CM, CM Swaggle will be your debut. The greatest troll job of all time. Now, dude, MC Swaggle. I really fuck MC him up. Oh my God. Really fuck up the crowd. <laughs> I hope they call him M. I hope they. I hope they call him MC Punk. <laughs> no, MC oh. Ra- MC Rascal. <laughs> like, who owns the right? What if WWE owned the rights to CM Punk? They don't. But what if they did? They don't. What if we did MC Rascal and he comes out on like a Rascal scooter? MC Rascal, it's just him coming out with Stymie from the Little Rascals. Oh, it's no, Stymie was the black one. Um, comes out as uh, Froggy <laughs> from the new Little Rascals. Who's the main? Who's the main character from the Little Rascals? The the, the pudgy Alfalfa. little Alfalfa. No, that's, I guess I'll be, yeah, I'll, okay. CM Punk could be Alfalfa. That's fine. I was singing the little little round white kid. I forget his fucking name. Hang on, let me look it up. Wasn't it Alfalfa? No, Little no, Rascal's Alfalfa's ha- got the little sticky hat. Little Rascal's got the sticky hair. I'm thinking yeah. of Spanky. Spanky. I'm thinking of Spanky. CM Spanky. CM Spanky. Um, everyone, everyone knows Spanky com- was the best Little Rascal. Come on. Now. If he comes back on my fucking 30th birthday, I'm going to die. Well, it was great knowing you, Kay. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe this. Fucking AEW in Chicago on my birthday. Yeah, should have planned your birthday better. No, I'm in a wedding that weekend because of COVID. Mm. Just talk to Dave. He'll find you something. No, I cannot go. No, I said... Talk to Dave. He'll find something for Dave will probably get you like a picture of CM Punk with like a personal signed letter. How? Because he's Dave. It's true. Like, just just think, just use your resources. Okay. Whatever. All right, well, let's get out of here. Oh, uh, yeah, there's music I have to play. Um, yes, there is. You got to play our midnight music. Uh, it's here somewhere. This has been Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 258, Make Wrestling Fake Again. And there's nothing fake about this show because, yes, Kay Murphy is leaving. Yes, Will Tereshock cut his hair. And also, fun fact, Roman Reigns hates missionary position. I am not a missionary, but I am. I forgot to talk about that. God, what a line. I screamed on the top of my Every single night. That's that is a true thought by him too. Any folks, any folks, I am not a missionary, but I am your host of Kings of the Rings podcast, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. B I G Z Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at K O T R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Listen to us each 
and every week by subscribing to WrestleLogic Radio, wherever you listen to all of your podcasts, stuff like Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, by the way, uh, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, too, as well, just to name a few places. And you can follow WrestleLogic Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and WrestleLogic Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Links to all of our stuff, including links to the music that we use for Midnight Music, are in the link below. Will Tarashock, how's I, your missionary? I'm, I'm down for some new beats. You know, actually, I knew I knew a girl... Uh, who only liked doing missionary. Let me just say, she did not last very, very long. Uh, it, got, <laughs> it got boring very quickly. Uh, but I am Will Tarashuk, T.S. and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. You can find me from behind on Instagram as T.S. and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, with a W-I-L-L in front. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a smack and a hair pull if you're lucky. <laughs> Uh, what else I got? What other jokes I got? Um, head over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com to check out all my other shenanigans. Uh, Solo Willie T Show is coming soon. What it is, essentially, is my autobiography. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, and essentially, shenanigans to come. Okay, Murphy. Yeah. Um, I don't have shenanigans to come. Um, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> I have work at six o'clock um yeah um you can find me across all social media platforms at the k murphy t-h-e-k-a-e murphy and next time y'all see me i will be in queens hooray Yes, oh my god, that's one of the music we need to change is this fucking ender right here. No, no. it's not. Hey, this, yes. this, 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 this is just the instrumental, right? It's not going to hit all my life. I've been searching for somebody, somebody just like you. And now we've been copywritten. Anyway, so. No, we haven't. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're still trying to fix this live feed. We're still going to get some stuff together. But when we come back, Kay's going to be in a new location. I might be in a new location. We're still going to be on a really random uh, sofa of his. Uh, and it's my Archie Bunker chair. And we might get some more rumors of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Who knows? But until then, folks, goodbye. Good night. Make sure you keep wrestling fake. But there's nothing fake about what we're about to say here. Fuck you, Slack. Fuck you, Slack.